0: section nine of historical sketches of the catholic church in oregon during the past forty years by francis norbert blanchet this librivox recording is in the public domain many of the chinook tribe had already seen the black gown at fort vancouver and had had their children baptized but they had not yet been visited in their own land The time having arrived to visit them at home, Rev. M. de Meur left Cowlitz on May 19th and arrived at Astoria on the 21st. The long-expected ship, bringing from the east Jason Lee, with a number of other Methodist ministers, their wives, and several young ladies, had just crossed the bar. They were to be distributed all over the country, in opposition to the Catholic missionaries. On the following day, Reverend M. de went on his mission, and fixed his tent among the Chinooks. He met there Daniel Lee, the preacher, who after a few days left him a clear stage, being in a hurry, no doubt, to visit the ship in order to have the first choice for a wife among the young misses. As to the Reverend M. de a little bell in one hand and a Catholic ladder in the other, he continued his mission for three weeks instructing the adults baptizing the children and doing much good he returned home much satisfied after an absence of twenty-six days he remained but two days with the vicar general having to leave on june fifteenth for vancouver in order to administer to the brigades going north and south before leaving for the colville mission after rev emdemer had left cowlitz the vicar general remained in order to be present at the erection of a new chapel measuring twenty-five by fifty which took place on june seventeenth and leaving on the nineteenth he reached vancouver on sunday morning remained four days with his dear confrere and arrived at st paul on june twenty first after an absence of fifty-four days rev Demur, having given a mission of ten days at vancouver started on june twenty ninth with the brigade of the porteurs commanded by chief factor ogden it was at grandal's portage on july fifth at walla walla on the tenth reached the Palouse river safely halfway between walla walla and colville and arrived at last at the end of his far distant mission having suffered much by the heat of the sun and the want of water for himself and his horses Having completed his mission at Colville, he returned by way of Okanagan and Walla Walla, reaching Vancouver on October 2nd, just three months and six days after he had left it. After a few days of rest, he started for St. Paul, which he reached on October 11th. They both started together for Vancouver on the 17th, in order to give that place a mission of 14 days before going to their winter quarters after which the vicar-general reached Willamette October 31st, and Reverend M. de reached Cowlitz on the same day, after an absence of four months and eighteen days from home. At St. Paul, seven persons were found sufficiently prepared to make their first communion in December. It was during his mission at Colville that, hearing there was a priest somewhere among the Indians of the Rocky Mountains, he announced the fact to the vicar-general by a letter which reached him on August 30th the causes which led to the presence of jesuit missionaries among the indians of the rocky mountains are of such historical interest that we give them a large number of canadians and iroquois were employed by the companies trading among the indians of the pacific coast as well as by the various expeditions by sea and by land that of captain hunt which started in 1811, had great hardships to endure, and loss of men to suffer by desertion in 1812. Of the number were twenty-four Iroquois, who joined the Flathead nation. They soon married and had families, and as the Canadians were the first apostles among the Indians of the Pacific coast, so also were the twenty-four Iroquois among the Flatheads, speaking to them of their religion, churches priests and festivals the flatheads who were naturally good were pleased they sent a deputation to st louis about eighteen thirty in order to ascertain about what the iroquois related soon after arriving they took sick called for the priest were baptized and expired kissing the crucifix the nation sent another deputation of one iroquois in 1832 he arrived safe at st louis had his children baptized and was returning home with some hope of soon having priests for his countrymen and adopted nation but he was killed by the sioux indians a third deputation was sent in eighteen thirty nine calling for priests this time the deputation consisting of two iroquois returning in the fall started with the full hope that some priests would be sent on the following year for the right reverend bishop rosati having written to the superior general of the jesuits at rome begging him earnestly to take charge of that mission had received a favourable reply hence the appointment of father de smet who came in the spring of eighteen forty passed two months among the flatheads baptizing three hundred fifty And went home to return in eighteen forty one such is the origin of the flathead mission and the apostleship of the iroquois who when the pretended missionaries jason lee and others presented themselves to the flatheads in eighteen thirty four told them these are not the priests we have spoken to you about they are not the priests with long black gowns who have no wives say mass and carry a crucifix with them rev m de Mer had at last a correspondence with father de smet and brought down the following with him letter of rev father Desmet, s j to very rev f m blanchet v g fork of jefferson river august tenth eighteen forty very reverend sir the present which i have the honour to write will surprise your reverence as coming from one unknown but in quality of a co-operator in the vineyard of the lord and in so far remote country it cannot be disagreeable to you i wish i could have leisure to give your reverence some details of my mission to the rocky mountains but mr Bruett, who is so kind as to carry my letter to fort colville just ready to start gives me but a few minutes to write your reverence will then learn that monsignor rosati bishop of st louis in concert with my provincial superior of the company in missouri and in compliance with the desires often repeated by the tetz platz and ponderes and a great number of nez perces has sent me to the rocky mountains to visit these nations i have found the two first in the best desirable dispositions well resolved to stand by the true children of jesus christ the few weeks i had the happiness to pass among them have been the happiest of my life and give me the firm hope with the grace of god to see soon renewed in these countries so long forsaken the fervor of the first christians since i am among them i give three four or five instructions a day they cannot be tired all come to my lodge at the first ringing of the bell they are anxious to lose none of my words relating to these instructions on heavenly subjects and if i had the strength to speak to them they would willingly listen to me whole days and nights i have baptized about two hundred of their little children and expect to baptize in a short time a hundred and fifty adults The object of my mission was to visit a great part of the territory of Oregon and make reports to my bishop and superior on the most favorable places to open missions. But I have found so many good dispositions among the Indians of the plains that I have changed the plan of my journey. I will return to St. Louis before the winter and will be back next spring with a caravan of missionaries who are already preparing themselves. The Soshonis and Serpens, snakes desire to have an establishment the Tetzplats and ponderes have nothing more at heart the nezperces seem to be tired with these self-dubbed ministers ah, fems, and show a great predilection in favour of catholic priests we will therefore have enough to occupy ourselves in these mountains without extending any further on into the land I hope, nevertheless, that before the winter of 1841, I will have the honor to pay a visit to your reverence, in order to have the aid of your counsels, and work in concert to gain these poor nations to Jesus Christ. Please present my respects to Rev. M. de I have the honor to be, etc., P. J. de Smet, S. J., Missioner. Missionary Labors in 1841 at Vancouver, Clackamas, Falls of the Willamette, and Cascades. The two missionaries had been separated nearly four months and a half since last fall. The place of their reunion was Fort Vancouver. Rev. M. de Mer, leaving Cowlitz on March 3, reached Vancouver on the 6th and began at that place a mission of twenty-six days, with the usual daily exercises, in the morning, afternoon and evening, and returned home April 3, the eve of Palm Sunday, after an absence of thirty-one days. There were three Indian tribes which had been gained to Methodist for over a year, viz., those of Clackamas, Willamette Fall, and Cascades. The two missionaries had been too busy to visit them before. A door was opened to them this year in the following manner. A chief of the Clackamas tribe, called Popo, went to St. Paul in February. He saw there the orphan boys in charge of the Catholic mission some indian families and other persons numbering over fifteen he assisted at the daily exercises an explanation of the catholic ladder he was a methodist and the corypheus of the sect but on looking at the ladder and seeing the crooked road of protestantism made by men in the sixteenth century he at once abjured methodism to embrace the straight road made by jesus christ and returning home he invited the missionary to visit his tribe the vicar general was pleased with the invitation he left st paul on march eleventh to meet father Demur at vancouver and he stopped on his way at the wapato lake which is but a few miles below the clackamas river where the indians of the clackamas tribes were assembled to dig the wapato root a kind of potato on the right shore of the willamette he was received by chief popo and gave the tribe a mission of four days with the usual exercises of the explanation of the catholic ladder etc mass was celebrated on sunday fourteenth and following days that great celebration was astonishing to them Although they had been for two years under the teaching of Brother Perkins, till the fall of 1840, and under that of Brother Waller since then, they listened to the missionary for four days with pleasure. The fruits of the mission were the baptism of eleven children and an adult in danger of death. It was also the beginning of their abandonment of Methodism. He reached Vancouver on the 15th, on returning from thence march twenty fourth he gave them two other days celebrated mass on the twenty fifth baptized an adult the wife of chief wesimus in danger of death on the twenty sixth and reached st paul on saturday twenty seventh after an absence of seventeen days chief popo returned to st paul in april in order to learn more and strengthen his faith he returned after eight days hence with a ladder a red flag bearing a cross to be hoisted on sunday he was overjoyed one of the items sent to quebec canada was from march eighteen forty to march eighteen forty one were performed baptisms five hundred ten marriages twelve burials eleven communions sixty one abjuration at st paul of the five hundred ten baptisms 233 were made by the vicar-general at nisqually and whidbey island 164 by father de Mer at chinook cowlitz and colville missions the rest 113 at vancouver and st paul of the five hundred ten baptisms about four hundred ten indians one hundred whites and forty adults the willamette fall indian village was on the west bank below the fall its chief was wesamus the time to visit having arrived the vicar-general left st paul after the celebration of easter and arrived there on april twenty ninth on his arrival he made known to the chief the object of his visit the proud chief answered begone away with you we don't want you such a rough reception did not discourage the missionary he soon learned that the chief had been very much offended because the clackamas tribe had been visited before his own on explanation he became calmer and at last seemed to be satisfied then began a mission of seven days of hard work the missionary being obliged to run every day after these lazy indians to bring them to his tent and assist at the several exercises the holy mass was celebrated on the third day a sunday and the following days The sight of the altar, vestments, sacred vessels, and great ceremonies were drawing their attention a great deal more than the cold, unavailable, and lay service of Brother Waller. There seemed to be more attention given to the ringing of the bell and the mission exercises. The missionary had at last the consolation to see the poor Indians make the sign of the cross, say the offering of the heart, call the seven medicines sing a short prayer before and after meals and also the chinook canticles eleven children were baptized and nine families out of ten had been rescued from brother waller on the fourth day of the mission arrived popo with some of his people he complained very much that when his flag was hoisted on sunday mr waller pulled it down to the great displeasure even of those of his own sect on another day there came some indians of clatsop on seeing the altar ornaments and vestments they said mr frost is far from showing us such things that same day an indian reported that Keiensno, chief of the indians below vancouver said to his people follow the priest if you like for myself i am too bad i am unable to change i will die the same Additional incidents in 1840. The following incidents showing the dispositions of the Indians are worthy of being mentioned. A Snohomish chief came to Cowlitz in the fall to see the priest and tell him that the timber for a house of prayer, recommended by the black gown, had been prepared and was ready for erection. He came to have a priest to direct the work. He was much disappointed in being obliged to return home alone. Harkeli, a chief from Yakima, came down to St. Paul in the fall with his family and some of his people. After three weeks of instruction, he returned home with a chaplet, a cross, some images, and a Catholic ladder, and used to explain it to his people on a Sunday. A chief from Okanagan sent word to St. Paul, asking what to do, that he was ready to come down with his people next spring, if so recommended. A priest's rapids chief on the Columbia came down to St. Paul in the fall with his wife, three children, and a brother-in-law. He passed the winter there, got instructed, learned his prayers, and was baptized under the name of Joseph with his family. Father Demur gave a mission of nine days to the Okanagan Indians on returning from Colville. On November 20, 1840, he blessed and occupied a new house at Cowlitz, from that date the log chapel ceased to be his lodging place it was made more decent by sealing the sanctuary with mats and ornamenting the altar table with vases various missions in eighteen forty one from his mission at willamette falls the vicar general went on may sixth to the clackamas tribe which he had already visited in march at the wapato lake the usual daily exercises were continued at the ringing of the bell for nine days brother waller came and called him an intruder his evangelical ladder was brought near the catholic one the indians pronounced themselves in favour of the latter twelve lodges were gained being obliged to return to st paul on the fifteenth reverend m de being at vancouver came to replace him he continued the mission for two weeks giving some days to the willamette tribe and the rest to that of the clackamas it was on that occasion that Wesimus, the Corypheus of Brother Waller, was gained. From the Clackamas, Father Demur returned to Vancouver to administer to the Brigades of North and South, after which he went home to teach catechism. And as the Colville mission was being omitted this year, because of Father de Smet being expected to come down that way, and it had been resolved that Father de Mer would go this year to the Sound, he started on August 11th, went to Nisqually, and thence to the bay. He visited many tribes, besides those seen by the vicar-general. He traveled from one nation to another, accompanied by Chief Slalakum and many other great chiefs. His traveling was a triumphal one, surrounded sometimes by six hundred and other times by three thousand Indians, who, hostile to each other, were peaceable in the presence of the black gown. He often passed whole days in teaching with a ladder ten by two and a half feet, these poor Indians so desirous of heavenly things, and continuing late at night to sing, pray, and hear the harangues of the chiefs repeating what they had learned. It was a beautiful and consoling spectacle to see tribes who had never seen the black gown able to sign themselves, sing and pray around the ladder, when the priest was giving the hand to a newcomer from the bay he passed to fort langley on the fraser river there were new triumphs among the Cowichans. there ended his mission and on september twenty fourth he was at home having made seven hundred sixty five baptisms and been forty four days absent in the beginning of june commodore wilkes left vancouver on a visit to the willamette valley and took dinner with the vicar general at his residence at st paul he told him that on seeing a cross on whidbey island he called it the cross island the vicar-general having promised father demur that he would visit cowlitz during his absence started june fourteenth for that place on returning he gave a mission of fourteen days at vancouver it was on that occasion that commodore wilkes assisted with several officers of his staff and dr McLaughlin at high mass and vespers on a sunday it was a solemn day the following sunday though the commodore was absent the ceremony was not less solemn a house sixty-two by twenty-five was raised in march at st paul to serve as a hall for the people on sunday and a lodging for the priest the next mission to be made was that of the cascade tribe which had never been visited by the blackgown Thomas cohen its chief had already been a convert since eighteen thirty nine at the sight and explanation of the catholic ladder he had met many times the assaults and efforts of the methodist preachers but all in vain he remained unmoved he was glad to see la Plète arrive on september seventeenth his tribe contained from one hundred fifty to two hundred the daily exercises of mass etc began and was continued for ten days and the poor indians in part began to sing and sign themselves and to pray Tama Cohen received a bell and a ladder to be used on sunday he was able to speak on it for several hours thirty-four children were baptized from the cascades the vicar-general passed to the clackamas on november thirtieth That was his third visit. It lasted thirteen days with the usual exercises. A high cross was blessed and erected on October 2nd. Brother Waller, hearing that the Indians were willing to build a chapel, came and made a noise. All had left him, save a few. Eleven children were baptized, in all forty-one, with thirty before. The vicar general left them on October 12th for St. Paul, The Vicar General left St. Paul for the Cowlitz on November fifteenth, Meeting at Vancouver Sir George Simpson, who desired to visit the Canadian settlement, he returned home with him. Sir George assisted at High Mass and Vespers on Sunday, and seemed to have been pleased with what he had seen there and at Vancouver. He became convinced at last of the necessity of granting passage for new priests and other assistants. Starting again, the Vicar General reached cowlitz on december first left it on the seventh arrived at vancouver on the tenth and clackamas village on the eighteenth went to pray at the foot of the cross with the indians and the chiefs left them well pleased as the river was much swollen by the heavy and unusual rains he met great dangers at rock island above the falls he being on shore to lighten the canoe the canoe capsized and eight persons were struggling in the water all were saved as by a miracle. The vicar general reached home on December twenty-third, but left for Vancouver on the twenty-seventh to attend the funeral services of Mister Kitron, who, having been brought to Vancouver in eighteen forty and made his abjuration, and received holy communion and other sacraments and died happy. The vicar general returned home on the eve of New Year's Day. Incidents in eighteen forty-one. Reverend Father P. J. DeSmet, S.J., returned to the Rocky Mountains in the spring of 1841 with the Reverend Fathers Mangarini and Point, and founded St. Mary's Mission among the Flatheads. The Cowlitz settlement had the happiness to possess the Blessed Sacrament in its little chapel from January 6th. Harkeley, the Yakima chief who visited St. Paul last fall, arrived at Cowlitz on January 25th with some Indians of Okanagan and a son of a Spokane chief called La Grostet, the Corypheus of Brother Eels. Ten in all, they had come by way of Nisqually, and hence through the long portage, had been stripped of their blankets and ordered back by the Chehalis, which they refused to accede to. The son of La Grostet had left his home, in spite of his father, to become a Catholic. They came to get instructed. They went home via Vancouver and the Columbia the little chief de chaudiere colville was an apostle among his people with the catholic ladder in his hands since the departure of the priest missionary labors in eighteen forty two the two missionaries met again this year at vancouver after a separation of three months and a half rev m de Mer came first in three days of bad weather and arrived on february twenty third he began a mission of twenty-seven days with the usual forenoon afternoon and evening exercises after which leaving on monday of holy week and experiencing three other days of bad weather he reached home after an absence of thirty-two days the v g came later to meet his dear companion and arrived on tuesday of passion week march fifteenth and starting on thursday of the same week and experiencing bad weather also he reached st paul on saturday the eve of palm sunday one of the items he sent to quebec canada was from march eighteen forty one to march eighteen forty two were performed baptisms nine hundred sixty five marriages twelve burials twenty one communions one hundred fifteen of the nine hundred sixty five baptisms seven hundred sixty five were made on puget sound all indians Say fifteen whites at fort langley sixty-nine at the clackamas willamette fall and cascades mission seventy at vancouver twenty-four at the cowlitz and thirty-seven at st paul having given the great festival of easter and three weeks of the passover time to the faithful of st paul the v g gave his first outside missionary labors to his dear indians of the willamette falls Arriving there on April 20th, and notwithstanding the cold reception he received, he began his missionary labors, which he continued for fifteen days. The poor Indians were very indolent. The ringing of the bell drew few of them in the beginning. They had forgotten all they had learned before. Having no time to go and visit the Clackamas Indians on the present occasion, they were invited to come to the fall. Several of them came. By persevering in his efforts, he began to gain their confidence, and they became more attentive. He made six baptisms, including two adults in danger of death. The reason of their apathy was the distraction in which they were involved by the immigration of the whites. Fifteen families of them had crossed the Clackamas River during his mission at that place in November 1841, and as the Willamette Fall was an attractive place, many of them began to settle there hence the danger for the poor indians the fruits of the mission were not so consoling as formerly on may fourth the v g went from the willamette fall to vancouver to receive eight cases which had arrived from london and from thence returned to st paul for the festival of pentecost and corpus christi falling on may twenty sixth dr McLaughlin, paying a visit to st paul at that time assisted at high mass and procession with much edification having visited the whole colony he encouraged the settlers to continue and returned home much satisfied arrival of father de smet s j rev m de returned to vancouver in the middle of may to attend the wants of that mission and those of the brigades of the north and south he had been there but a few weeks when father de smet arrived at vancouver from colville which he reached early in the spring in crossing a rapid below colville his boat was capsized but he reached the shore in safety suffering only from the loss of his baggage rev m de brought him to st paul he spent eight days with the v g sung high mass on sunday addressed words of exhortation to the congregation and expressed himself much pleased with the solemnity of the mass and vesper service especially in the singing of the catholic latter, he said that plan will be adopted by the missions of the whole world here he returned to vancouver with rev m De demur the v g soon followed them to deliberate on the interests of the great mission of the pacific coast the missions to be attended this year were those of chinook point vancouver cascades clackamas willamette fall and the sound whose tribes were so famished for heavenly things witness their running after the blackgown in eighteen forty and eighteen forty one and their repeated calls for a priest ever since the name of another mission was presented to the council that of the new caledonia now british columbia which was threatened to be visited by the presbyterians of walla walla all things being considered the resolve was that the new caledonia mission should be attended before all and that father de smet should start for st louis and belgium to bring temporal and personal efficient means rev m de mur accepting heartily the long and hard mission of new caledonia prepared himself for the journey and winter there the two missionaries started with the brigades of the porteurs on June 29th and separated from each other at Walla Walla. The V.G. left alone to administer to the wants of the extensive mission, returned soon to St. Paul to teach catechism for the First Communion, which he put off after the harvest for new instruction. The Cowlitz mission, which had lost its beloved missionary, needed to be consoled. The V.G. left St. Paul on August 12th, passed a few days at vancouver and reached cowlitz on the eighteenth he remained there twenty days teaching the white women and children for the first communion the indians had also a share of his time he baptized ten of their children in the midst of his occupation he heard that a woman was sick at nasqually and had but a few days to live Leaving at 4 p.m. on Friday with a guide, and traveling a distance of 25 leagues, he reached the house of the poor sick woman on the following day at 6 p.m., gave her the consolation of religion, baptized her child, passed the night there, and went to the fort to hear the confessions of the men, and starting on Sunday at 4 p.m. he reached Cowlitz on Monday at 6 p.m. The church, raised on June 17, 1840, was not yet finished. For want of lumber. On leaving Cowlitz, September 6th, and reaching St. Paul on the 10th, after an absence of thirty days, he was accompanied by the great chief Snohomish sahalapahen who fought the Clallams in 1840 and came out victorious, said he, by virtue of his chaplet and Catholic ladder he had come to cowlitz twice last spring and had accompanied father de mer to vancouver in may expecting he would bring him with him to the bay and when he saw him going elsewhere and was obliged to return home alone he went away with a stricken heart it was the third time he was coming to be instructed and baptized he was much pleased to see the churches and services on sunday at vancouver and st paul on arriving there the v g recommended the catechism for the first communion the seventeenth of september was a day of great rejoicing for the v g in receiving and embracing his dear new confrères, rev a langlois and j b z bulduk arriving from canada they had been over a year on their journey for having left boston on august tenth doubled cape horn on december fifth and touched at valparaiso Gambier islands tahiti honolulu they crossed the columbia river bar on september twelfth when the bishop of quebec was refused a passage in the canoes of the hudson's bay company for other priests for oregon he sent them by sea sir george simpson avowed to the v g in eighteen forty one that mr beaver the ex-chaplain was the cause of the refusal the following day, being Sunday, a high mass was celebrated with deacon and subdeacon for the first time in Oregon, and followed with a te deum. On Sunday, September thirtieth, took place with great solemnity the first communion of those found prepared. End of section nine.